This is the, the Youth, the down, youth, south youth podcast. down South Podcast. The Youth Down South Podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Well, welcome to the Youth Down South Podcast. It is great to have you all with us for another episode, our second episode hey. of the Youth Down South Podcast. I can't believe we've made it to episode two already. Awesome sauce. And this is a special time of the year. I sure mean, is. a special podcast at a special time of the year, Valentine's Day. Aww. This podcast is being released on Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, Aww, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, Caleb, you got to give me the down low here, okay? Okay. What do you and your wife do on Valentine's Day? Like, what do you do? What, what does your family do on Valentine's Day? How do you celebrate? Well, I first want to say that I have a friend whose family, because you said family, it made me think about my friend whose family does have a Valentine's Day celebration tradition. Okay. I think our family growing up, it involved like the little heart candies and that kind of thing. Right. But I have a friend who I won't name whose family likes to celebrate Valentine's Day by having a picnic inside their living room. Oh, very cute. Which I think is just lovely. And I'd never heard of that Valentine's Day tradition. Anyway, Kendall and I, I mean, we, you know, we'll celebrate, go out for a, on a date, or uh, I usually will have flowers ready um, because that is what you do for Valentine's Day. That, that's that's and what you do. flowers are nice. <laughs> and very expensive. And expensive. <laughs> and then why, they die. Why are like they? Like everything, they die. They die. <laughs> it, it is an interesting gift, you know, they, they are expensive. And yet they only last for so long. Right. And so what, what is it with and flowers? Then, and then it just reminds you of the circle of life and just <laughs> back to the doom and gloom of the everyday and wow. dead flowers on your, uh, on your table. <laughs> what, a, what a way to say I love you, but with a gift that is going to very soon die. <laughs> this podcast is already off the rails. Off to a great start. So what about you? What about you and Tyler? What do you guys do? All right. Well, I'll tell you what we do for our kids. Yes. So Nomeo, our little gnome, comes to our house. Wow. He is our, he is our kindness gnome. And a week before Valentine's Day, he will make his big debut. Kind of like Elf on the Shelf, but less work. You know, Elf on the Shelf, you always have to kind of do this like grandiose, you know, pl- oh, where are you going to put him tonight kind of thing. I know it's a whole thing. But for Nomeo, Nomeo just hangs out on our uh, in our living room. And every day he brings a kindness challenge of a way to love on a neighbor or on, on a friend or whatever. So for instance, Nomeo might bring a note that says, you know, give someone a compliment today. So their kindness challenge will be to go to school and give somebody a compliment. Wow. So that is Nomeo. And then, of course, Nomeo also brings the Valentines. So this year we have Spider-Man Valentines that are going to the daycare, which, you know, Everett's going to be thrilled about, I'm sure. Your son Everett, yes. Yes, my son Everett. So, yep, Nomeo. He's a, he's a legend. Um, Nomeo. He just hangs out there in our living room and brings us... And Lots gives of joy. you challenges. Challenges. Yep, to yeah. love, to love, to love. To share that Man. to share that love. No yep. he sounds like a, a great little guy. <laughs> and um <laughs> I'm glad that he's not as difficult as the elf on the shelf. Oh, elf on the shelf, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole that's, other it's just a conspiracy whole. that children have hatched <laughs> to get more toys. That's it. Is my that's, that's it. my my thing. Well anyway. That's a wonderful tradition, and I'm so glad you guys do that. <laughs> and, you know, I've, anytime I, I find something out about what you and your family do, I'm a little bit inspired. So I'm inspired oh. once again to 
I need no meal in my life to challenge me to do nice things. Um, but we are here to also talk about Ray's, our new strategic plan for youth ministry, hey, which is I a very exciting pumped. thing. Yes. So folks listening to this may have heard something about the Territory Youth Department's new strategic plan, which we've entitled Ray's, and it's a strategic plan for youth ministry at every level uh, in our territory. And um, if you haven't heard about it, RAISE consists of a number of different parts, but the, the major pieces are we have an overall purpose, which is to raise up children, youth, and young adults in the way of Jesus. That's it. And then we have three major pillars, which are evangelism, discipleship, and leadership development. Sweet. And then with each one of those pillars, we have uh, a goal that goes along with each of those pillars, an overall major goal. And what we're doing for the next three months of this podcast is theming each month around one of those major pillars. Right. So for the month of February, it's evangelism, our oh, first major pillar. It's the best. I love I love thinking about and talking about evangelism. And I'm super pumped about our, our uh, chat today with, with Major Gillum. I think she's going to be able to shed a lot of light on evangelism and kind of how we can evangelize and be a part of be a part of that. The race strategic plan is the product not just of our department having many prayerful discussions around these things, but also uh, conversations had with uh, folks in the field, with people at divisional headquarters, even uh, the National Youth Commission. Um, so there's been a lot of really great uh, prayerful discernment around these three major pillars and that has led now to what we think will be some really helpful um, insights for doing this in your core uh, or in your divisional headquarters. So, yeah, I love evangelism, love talking about it, and excited for what Major Cheryl is going to discuss with us today on this episode. Awesome, Caleb. Let's get going. All right, let's do it. I think what, what we're concentrating on. Come on in. Ooh. Welcome. Yay! To the fun zone. Fun zone. So we put Major Cheryl on the hot seat and you Ooh, nailed it. Land. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Out of the park. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. All right, Chris, I think that's a wrap. Well, listeners, we have with us one of our favorite people. It's easy to say. Yes. Someone that uh, is gifted in so many ways. Fearless leader. Our fearless leader. Ah, oh, shucks. Our, uh, you know, I mean, what, what, what else can we say other than she is the best? She sure is. She oh. and better than Major Tim, I'll say. Oh. Oh, did I say that out loud? I, wow. I thought. I that, think that was just the thought I had. Interesting. It's oh, out my there in the airwaves, well, people. It's this out is, there in the airwaves. This is already kind of awkward. Let's Yikes. just go ahead and say it's Major Cheryl. Applause. So good to be with you guys. Throwing flowers. Thank you for the, all those beautiful things well, that you just said. You know, um, I'm blushing. We're just gonna <laughs> move on past what I said about Major Tim and uh, just say that we're excited to have Major Cheryl come on and help us talk about one of our major pillars for our Ray strategic plan, which mm-hmm. is evangelism. Yeah. Our first pillar and. Within the Ray strategic plan, each of our pillars have goals, major goals that go with each one. And for the evangelism pillar, our major goal is to engage new young people and present them with the gospel. 
So there's kind of two parts there. It's the act of engaging, seeing the myriad of ways that God's given us to engage new people. But then also there's this really important part of presenting them the gospel, which Mm -hmm. relates to uh, one of our strategies within evangelism. So each of our major pillars have strategies that have been generated from all the conversations we've had with folks across the territory, uh, in our divisional youth departments, uh, in the field. And our first strategy for evangelism is to be Christ-centered. Right. And so, Major Cheryl, what what might you say about just the importance of being Christ-centered in all that we do in evangelism? Right. Well, let me first say that this is not new to the Salvation Army, right? Our beginnings, uh, when William Booth and Catherine Booth began this this movement, um, you know, was always Christ-centered, and it was it was pioneering doing new and effective things that would. Uh, communicate the gospel to people in ways that they could receive it. And um, and so I think that the call of raise is really for us to just have a fresh approach to that. You know, it's easy for us to kind of get into ruts of doing certain things the way we've always done them um, or things that are just comfortable for us. But I think raise calls us to kind of come out of that comfort zone and to begin to um, to really do things that are intentional about communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ in various different ways, mm. um, not necessarily always in our buildings. Uh, we've we found that out through COVID. We found out how to get outside of our buildings and to do uh, somewhat of maybe some open airs that used to be done or outside meetings, but also more importantly, relationally connecting with people where they are. Mm. Right. I think we've been used to bringing people into our buildings, but I think that raise calls us uh, to come out of our buildings and gives us room for strategy to do that. Yeah, relationship is so important, isn't it? Yeah, it That's is. a, a, a kind of major piece of all this is just um, relationship. You know, we're not anti-program in our department no, at all. not at not all. Not at all. Not at all. But I think we realize through these many conversations and through really prayerfully discerning around this uh, that mm-hmm. one of the critical pieces of this will always be the relationships that are formed through the programs or through whatever's going on. Yeah. We have a great legacy of great programs, right? Um, But again, over time, as as we get comfortable in certain things, the programs can become transactional, Mm -hmm. where it's just, you know, we're preparing and people are receiving, and if they don't receive it the way we think they should, then we failed, or we were. If they did receive it, then we're a success, and that's not. You know, we're trying to change the mindset here uh, for a more transformational mm. way of of uh, communicating the gospel, which you and I both know, and every person that's listening probably knows that it's through relationship. That's how you get uh, to the heart of people is through the relationships that we have, and and in our interaction with each other. So it's not just ticking off, yes, I did this as a part of the program, I did this as a part of the program, but it really is being intentional about communicating the love of God, the truth of God, uh, through the relationships that we begin to have in various ways. And again, it's not about people necessarily coming into our uh, buildings, we have so many things, so many other programs, social programs that we do, social services programs that we could go to, right? So it's getting out of the mindset of it always has to be on a Wednesday night at 6.30 and it has to be programmed to the hilt in order to be successful, you know? So that's, we're trying to break that mold. Absolutely. I love that distinction. 
not transactional, but transformational. Mm -hmm. That's such a great uh, kind of contrast that you set up there. One of our other strategies for the evangelism major pillar is that we want to be hospitable, that we want to be practicing good hospitality. That can look uh, in a, a whole host of different ways. I mean, hospitality meaning how we interact with people. Yeah. If When they come into our buildings, are they greeted? Are they welcomed? Uh, do they feel appreciated and, and loved already? Mm-hmm. Um, but also hospitality in terms of our buildings and how we care for them and the, the spaces we create that uh, are inviting people into the Salvation Army. I mean, if you still have one of those like old church signs out of your you know, outside your core, well, the kind where you have the movable letters that you put up and you know, a lot of churches will change out the scripture reference or whatever, and it still says on it something like Fall Festival 2019 or 2020. <laughs> that may not be good Christian hospitality. I don't know. You know, something that I always like to follow when it comes to hospitality is thinking about the five senses, right? I and mean, mm. if we are talking about our building, if we are talking about creating spaces where uh, Jesus is and where people can encounter Jesus. It's about the five senses, right? What When people come into your building, what are they seeing? What are they feeling? What are they smelling? Mm. Um, kind of just creating that experience. Right. But of course, you don't have to do that, but it's just a really great way to welcome people and make them feel really uh, welcomed into your space. Right. And this is not condemnation here, okay? No. We just need to clar- clarify that, right? right? It really is... Uh, is is a point of where we would ask God, help us to be more hospitable mm. yes. mm. in how we present your gospel, whether right. that is through something on a on a billboard or a um, or how we how we keep our uh, facilities, but even how I extend my time to other people. Time is so precious right now, right? And everybody's like, okay, my schedule is packed full of stuff. I can't add one more thing, right? But God, how can I be hospitable with my time so I'm not making someone feel like, um, you know, they're a burden to me? But no, it's my it's my pleasure and it's my mm-hmm. joy to be able to share the gospel with you. So that means that I might go take you out for a cup of coffee. That's hospitality, right? As well, so that we can share um, the gospel together. I could share with with someone the gospel in that way. So I just want to. Because I know that, you know, when we talk about hospitality, some to some people it comes very easily. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't feel that hospitality comes um, easily to me when we're talking about the being gracious mm. in, in that way. Yeah. So um, it is something we have to be intentional, but I am always coming back to Jesus, help me. Major Sher, are you saying you've got that eastern edge? You're originally from the eastern territory. Have you got a bit of that eastern edge? You know what I'm talking about? I may, I might. No, you don't. (laughs) You do not. So another one of our strategies is connected. You know, there's so much happening Mm. within the four walls of the Salvation Army every single day across the territory, whether it's our shelter space or our croc centers, boys and girls clubs, I mean, there's just so much thrift stores. And one of the things that we're wanting to really hone in on and focus on in our evangelism major pillar is how to create connections between all of that, especially connections between those sorts of ministries and the mm-hmm. core. Right. You know, because sometimes there can be this disconnect between what's happening at a social service ministry and what's happening in the core. And 
we, unlike so many other churches, have people who are coming just thousands upon thousands every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to be thinking intentionally about how is it that we connect those people, not just to the material resources they need, right. but then also to the spiritual resource that they need, Jesus. Right. And it's not just one more thing to do. I think mm-hmm. what Ray's is saying is that this can be a part of the youth ministry and what you do and what your your strategy for how you want to carry out evangelism in your core, right? It's not another thing to do. It is the thing that we do. It's we, you know, there are, our, our shelters are full of kids who who need to hear about Jesus, who need to see um, uh, transformation in their families and in their own lives. And what a better place. I mean, the fields are white under harvest is, what, is what the scriptures say. And so I, th- I think, again, it's breaking out of that mold of, yeah, but that would just be one more thing I have to do. I don't have time. No, it would be the strategy of this is what we're going to do in our core because this is what fits, right? We're going to go out and we're going we're gonna to utilize and connect those programs that we already have going on. I think that's the thing I love most about Raise is it's not just another thing on your to-do list. It's, in fact, taking what you're all what you already have and what's mm-hmm. already happening where you yeah. are. I love that. Yeah. It's reframing I think that, it. Yeah. It's reframing it. I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. Um, uh, one thing that comes to my mind, just real quick to mention, uh, for Equip is that we're having a really great Pathway of Hope breakout yeah. at Equip. Pathway of Hope is really this whole way of con- making those connections between right. the core and uh, our social service ministry. And so uh, if you're interested in that, it would be great for you to come to our uh, Pathway of Hope breakout. We're also having Inman Coffee, who's going to be talking about evangelizing through coffee. Right? Hey, hey, yes. I'm there. So yes. that's also going to be great. Coffee and Jesus. Yep. Awesome. That's right. And they make good coffee. Sure do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Give really, me a cup. really good coffee. It is good. So our last strategy is reported. Mm. You know, there's so much happening Sometimes it can be easy to forget to then report what we're doing, uh, to you know, open up core management system uh, and punch in what just happened in youth group that, that evening or earlier that week. Um, but we do want to make sure that we are being reported in our evangelism, that uh, we are utilizing the tools we have available to uh, really collect this data because if we're not collecting this kind of information, we're missing out on some really key insights and into what's really effective for evangelism in 2022 and, and beyond. Absolutely. And it's not just about numbers. This is right. not about like how we can, you know, up ourselves from the last year or, you know, it's not that. That's not success. Mm-hmm. What is it's not always success, right? Mm-hmm. But what is success is being able to have that data and then go back throughout the year or go into the year reviewing that and then saying, okay, we need to pivot here mm-hmm. or we need to, you know, we need to be more intentional uh, there. And um, so it is really using it as a, as a, as a helpful tool. Like signposts mm-hmm. almost. Right. And, and so um, again, it's yeah. reframing how we think about reporting. Yes. You know, it, it's not a, it's not the bad word that we all yes. think, you know, it is. Especially when you consider that kind of reporting also in conjunction with the new Ray's report in Youth Reporter, which is really about having a conversation around not just what has happened, but what 
God is leading a core to do in the future. And it's, and it's more contextual, but you yes. have to have those that de- that data in order to be able to talk in that, in yes. that way. And so, with, with CMS too, with core management system, we're able to capture uh, different things that maybe we wouldn't have had the same tools to capture before. You know, uh-huh. having coffee with the adult that can be a part of your raise report for youth ministry. Right. Uh, that can be an essential component of your evangelism or your discipleship. Um, strategy or, or goals. And core management provides an avenue for capturing even something that doesn't necessarily seem like a program, but is still really, really vital work. Yeah. So, well, those are our strategies for evangelism. Sweet. And in our evangelism pillar for the Ray's strategic plan, we're going to have another two conversations like this one about the other two pillars of our strategic plan. And so be looking out for those in March and in April. And then if you're able, we would love to see everyone at Equip. Please come. I mean, Equip would be great. (laughs) You don't want to miss it. It's going to be packed full of some great resources and wonderful teaching. Wonderful teaching, wonderful worship, wonderful fellowship. Yeah. Just wonderful. Just wonderful. It's just a big bag of wonderful. That's it. That's what Equip is. (laughs) And we really hope that you can be there and be able to join us for that wonderful week. Well, Major Cheryl, you got any last closing departing words? Any last little tidbit for us? I mean, first of all, I just want to say I love working with you guys. You guys are the best. And it has been a joy to to collaborate uh, on RAISE. RAISE is not a program. RAISE is really um, a reframing the way that we do youth ministry to ease up some of those restrictions or some of those things that it might have have been a barrier in the past for us to be free to do what God has called us to do. Um, and and so we, we hope and we pray that you will embrace it as that and that you'll be inspired to be the evangelist that God calls us to be. Major, sure I'm just feeling led to maybe even ask, would you mind praying us out? Would you pray for us sure. and for the core Specifically, the people, youth leaders listening, Mm -hmm. young adults listening, as they pursue evangelism. Yeah, Father, we're so we're so grateful for the opportunity that you give us to partner with you in ministry. You have called us not because you necessarily need us, but you want us, Mm. and you invite us in to come and partner with you to uh, bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. Yes. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunities that, you know, we already have in so many of our core um, to present the gospel. And we thank you for leaders, uh, youth leaders and core officers who are passionate and full of your spirit and who want to see people's lives transformed for your kingdom. And so, God, my prayer is that you would give us a heart you would give us a heart for others, more so than we have ever had before. God, these last two years or so have been very heavy. And Lord God, we know and believe that even in the midst of that, you are still at work and you are doing things that we cannot see. But you are, I pray that God, that you would just in our hearts, just begin to um, create within us this passion and desire for souls like never before that we can go out into this world. Your, your word says that the, the fields are white under harvest. The workers are few. And so we pray that God, you would bring the workers in, not just bring them in to tick off a timesheet, 
but Lord God, for transformational ministry through the Salvation Army for such a time as this. And we thank you for it, God, because it's only by your might and only by your power that we can accomplish these things. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hello there, listeners. I am excited to talk to you about Equip Conference 2022. Our conference is happening April 25th through the 27th this year and will be focused on our Ray Strategic Plan. We'll also be looking at the Orange Conference, which is occurring at the end of that same week. So come for both conferences here in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information and to register, please go to our website, youthdownsouth.org. We hope to see you at Equip this year. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.